vaccine procurement, vaccine distribution, vaccines administered, one issue broken down into a whole bunch of different parts and a lot of finger pointing and political football going on around this issue. The provinces point the finger at Ottawa for a bad job in getting the vaccines into Canada. Uh, then there's some fights over getting them out to the provinces. Not bad. That one seems to be pretty quiet. But then there's more finger pointing about the provinces not getting them into the arms of Canadians quickly enough. Our guest now calls it the vaccine gap. It's the difference between the vaccines delivered and the ones that are in storage and the vaccines delivered and administered. David Aiken is Global's chief political correspondent he joins us now. So, David, I've been watching over the past few days as you've really taken a deep, deep dive into the data around this whole vaccine rollout battle. So tell us about this vaccine gap, why it's important that we take a closer look at exactly how this is all rolling out. Yeah, so it's it's an important issue. And again, it really just focuses on, you know, again, that issue around are the vaccines that Ottawa buys and hands out to the provinces, are the provinces doing a good job getting them in our, in arms quickly enough? And here's the, the basic fundamental before we start is the deliveries are what I'll call lumpy. They, they come very infrequently. I think I just saw on my Twitter feed, I think folks in Alberta, another, you know, 120,000 doses of Pfizer is showing up tomorrow or maybe today. But Pfizer comes sort of once a week or so. Moderna vaccine doses are delivered once every three weeks. AstraZeneca's come. So the doses come um, really infrequently. But we know the vaccine administration programs, they're pretty much running every day. You need staff and you want to keep it going. Um, vaccine administration programs, say, near an airport where the vaccines arrive. Um, easy to get doses in arms there. But if you've got to put them in a, in a truck mm-hmm. and uh, send them to remote rural regions, it's going to take time. So the end result is, I think, what I think is a useful way to look at this is, is vaccine gap or a vaccine utilization rate over time. So, you know, back in February, Alberta, you know, the total number of vaccine doses given to Alberta was a certain amount. And you say, well, how many of those doses went into arms? Let's say five months ago, Alberta got a total of a thousand doses and put 800 into arms. Everybody do the math with me. That's an 80% utilization rate. 80% of all the doses that Alberta got went into arms. So I use that basic concept, the utilization rate, take all the doses you've ever got yeah. and how many have gone into arms on any given day. And I did that for all the provinces and uh, and took a look at where things stood. And Alberta, as it turns out, is among the most effective. It has a high data or sorry, it has a high vaccine utilization rate. And it's been consistent over over time, Uh, you know, somewhere around 75 to 80 percent depends on, uh, you know, depends uh, on some variables. I say things 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 are lumpy. Yeah, sure. So the the most recent data we have is from yesterday. And let me update you on that. So yesterday, of uh, Alberta had received about 1.5 million doses over time. That's the total doses given to Alberta by the feds. And uh, 1.575 and 1.468 million had found their way into an arm. That is a vaccine utilization rate of 93%. In other words, 93% of all the doses that Alberta has have got into arms. Now, we can argue, is it the right arms? Because I know that's been a discussion sure, now. Course, about yeah. 
right? Uh, which arms? But 93% going in arms. The day before it was 90%. The day before that, 89%. And, and so on. The average for April is 78% for Alberta, which is compared to all the provinces, specifically the big four, BC, Alberta, Ontario, and Quebec. It's very good, if not leading the way. So what that says is, if I'm, if I'm trying to report on this, is if Premier Kenny stands up and says, Hey, we need more vaccines, Ottawa. And sometimes you'll hear perhaps Rachel Notley or other detractors of the premier go, but you've still got so many yeah. thousands of doses in the freezers. Why don't you use those? Well, the point here is that over time on any given day, there is, uh, you know, a certain amount of uh, doses in freezers. So you want to look at the percentage. Is it staying the same over time? And I think here's one of the worrying things that in the last several days, the vaccine utilization rate has grown. In other words, there's fewer and fewer doses in freezers. And that says the province is really having to draw down on those stores it needs to maintain vaccination programs. And if you look at the data again, Shay, I don't know if you know this, but yesterday in Alberta, 49,597 people got a dose, first or second, but you know, nearly fifty thousand people got a dose. You know how many doses you woke up with this morning in Alberta? I mean, one hundred and six thousand doses in the freezer. So that, if there were no doses coming, yeah. you're done in two days. That's it, and that's not very good. Now there are some more on the way from the federal government. As I mentioned, one hundred twenty thousand doses of Pfizer coming in right now. But again, that vaccine utilization rate, just to say, is. Over time, look at it. Is it changing? If it starts to drop, like if we saw a vaccine utilization rate for a few weeks in Alberta of 65% or 70%, well, then maybe Ms. Notley does have a point saying, what the heck's going on? But Alberta has been consistently somewhere between 75 and 80 over three months now, which says no matter how many vaccines are getting delivered to Alberta, it seems to be getting, you know, them into arms at a fairly consistent rate, which is, and that rate is better than just about any province, depending on how you measure it. But this is one of those measurements. And, you know, David, I think that um, puts us in a good position. Now that we have been told that vaccine delivery into Canada and then distribution from Ottawa is going to be much more consistent from this week going forward, uh, I think it puts us in a good position for Alberta to say, okay, good, finally, we're ready. We have the system in place. We've proven we can crank these vaccines out. I think up until now, you know, it's been very difficult for the provinces to say, okay, let's put this infrastructure in place to handle this week and then find out we're not getting those doses this yeah. week. So they sort of have to have some contingency plan built in, and that may affect how they distribute them. So this is whenever I've talked to a premier's office about this issue, and you're right at the beginning, the deliveries were, the schedules got adjusted at the last minute, and this was very much, very frustrating, not just to Alberta, but to Ontario and BC, Saskatchewan, you name it, that they would try to plan to have staff, et cetera. And of course, let's remind people, Shay, that, you know, the Pfizer still takes some special handling, yep. special freezing equipment. Moderna's got to be kept cold. <clears throat> AstraZeneca and J&J are uh, a little easier to use, but it's true. We, the, as, according to you know this week's uh, briefings here in Ottawa, we're going to start to see two million doses of Pfizer a week, basically every Monday, come in the country. Now, Pfizer, the Pfizer folks themselves do the delivery, so Pfizer takes it to. I think they come to Edmonton. They may come to Calgary. Not sure where. Maybe both actually, um, and then they get sort of put into trucks and delivered to sites. So um, that logistics process, Alberta can now plan for, saying we know we're going to get this, you know, th this many 
are going to be in a freezer at Calgary Airport or at the Edmonton Airport. We'll have trucks ready to go, and we'll drive them out to Lethbridge. We'll drive mm-hmm. them up to Fort Mac, where we obviously we got a situation in Fort Mac right now. So, so that's 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 why it's important for provinces to know that they're getting them. Now, I should point out that the doctors I speak to, the public health folks, say, okay, even if you are utilizing vaccines at an 80% rate. Can we bump that to 85? You know, they, they would like it to go much quicker. And I think provinces want it to go quicker. But the end, end line is whatever I think at this point, all the provinces have demonstrated roughly consistent delivery rates. Some are better than others. As I mentioned, Alberta is, is a bit better than uh, BC. BC is a bit better than Ontario. Ontario is about the same as Quebec. But the point is, everybody's consistent over time, which means Ottawa, the more doses you can throw at these provinces, they have shown yeah. that they are ready to deliver those at a consistent rate. And again, recognizing Shane, people will jump in. You know, that's separate to do with case counts, which is another public health issue. That's separate to do with which arms should get them first. Alberta has got a different priority list than many others. I've, I pointed out when, you know, on our national news programs, Alberta, for instance, put indigenous uh, populations higher on its priority list than many other provinces. It yep. said that was sort of number two, I think, in the terms of the priority after uh, the uh, long-term care folks and, and healthcare workers. So everybody's making Making different decisions, but Alberta's decisions on vaccine delivery looking relatively good compared to other provinces. Very reassuring now that we know there'll be a flood of vaccines that were promised we and hope. more consistent delivery. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we hope. And and uh, and then we get into the total number of vaccinated. Uh, I'll try and crunch those numbers a little later on. By the way, just so everybody knows, there's a great site called COVID19tracker.ca. It's put together by some volunteers at the University of Saskatchewan. That's where I've got this data that I'm using to compute. And it's data taken directly from public health units right across the country. It's one of the best Canadian sites. It's it's not a government site. It's done by researchers and volunteers. And it's uh, it's tremendous. COVID19tracker.ca is where you can look at other graphs compare provinces, and you can download the data yourself and do your own number crunching. Excellent. Great, great information. Thanks so much, David. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jay. Cheers. Talk to you later. That is David Aiken, Global's chief political correspondent. Um, and uh, check him out on Twitter. He was doing a lot of posting about this over the past couple of days where he's really broken these numbers down and put together some graphics and some graphs and some images that really indicate clearly that the provinces over time have done a very good job of handling whatever they get from Ottawa, getting it out the door and getting it into the arms of Canadians. They've been doing the job. It's, you know, is is it 100%? No. But as David said, you don't necessarily want to be at 100%. This listener in a texting saying, does that mean that 20% of vaccines are not used? No, what that means is the way that the provinces have put the program in is they're going to be using this many so that they have a continued vaccine program that they can sustain. Because if they ramp it up and run out after two days, then what do you do with the infrastructure and the people and everything like that? Well, you wait for your next delivery, right? So they're getting the deliveries from Ottawa and they are getting them out in an efficient fashion, and we're getting people vaccinated. Now, the good news is that framework is in place, and with the millions and millions of doses that are supposed to be arriving in Canada next month, we should have a pretty good system in place to get them into the arms of Canadians as quickly as possible. So some reassuring news. Provinces are doing a pretty good job with vaccine administration.